0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time going to step into ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just freaking wrestling. The JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And we're coming off of um, a pretty busy week here uh, for uh, the guys at uh, JFW.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I was working. There's Thanksgiving. You had Friendsgiving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Friday, and uh, of course, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. War Games. War games. Yeah, I mean it's it's been it's been quite a week since the last time uh, we got together and doing this. So how, how have you been, Jay? Uh,
1: not too bad. Recently, finding out that I'll be traveling to Salt Lake City for two weeks. Nice. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm mm. gonna look up some indie shows out there. Hopefully, and maybe hook up at one.
0: How long are you gonna be out there for? A week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, I'm Two weeks.
1: Fly out Sunday. Come back the ninth. Man. Yeah, I miss both of. them. My girlfriend and mine's birthdays. Yeah, I well, gotta make that <laughs> money, right? Yeah, make right. that money. That's what you the, been up to?
0: Uh not a whole lot. You know, I just um, you know, we did the uh, Survivor Series thing. You know, watched that, watched War Games and everything. Obviously, I mean, without without doing it, we couldn't do this podcast. Um, <laughs> did um, I did Friendsgiving last week, and that was a lot of fun. Had some people over. Had a pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving, which was great. I uh, had regular Thanksgiving, which was fun as well. Did a little black uh, Black Friday shopping. I, I saw the Snapchats. Yeah, did you see the Facebook? That posts? was
1: ruthless, dude. It was horrible. I don't do that shit. I I'm, I'm a Cyber
0: Monday guy. The only the only reason I ever go is because it's like it's like one of those things that like me and my mom kind of like do together, and uh, it's just Menards. Like she does everything like Thursday shopping. I just go to Menards, and I gotta tell you, I have never seen so many asshole like old ladies. <laughs> That I did when I went to
1: Menards. It, it, you gotta watch out for those old fuckers.
0: It just it just blows my mind. Like I mean, like here are people who have driver's license to operate a vehicle on the road, but you give them a shopping cart, they, they have no idea what they're doing. It is nuts.
1: So you, when you go shopping at Menards, do you feel like you're a hardcore wrestler going down the ring with a shopping cart full of just? Hose and rakes,
0: yeah. and I, I feel similar to it. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me a lot of like the old attitude era, you know, with Crash Holly and all that <laughs> going down, absolutely. But what's also weird is like you get so many people in there, you don't even have shopping carts anymore, and you got people
1: dragging like garbage cans and shit behind them. Oh, I think you were telling me something like that. Yeah, before.
0: that's crazy. nuts. There was one woman dragging a, gar- a garbage can, and she lost both wheels to it. it- <laughs> It was it was probably like the craziest like I've ever seen um, Menards, um, but I uh, also we uh, recorded the season finale of this freaking show. Congratulations! So. Thank you, thank you. So season two is in the books, taking a um, taking a break for the rest of the year. Uh, we got uh, the other guests doing some traveling and school stuff. So um, probably launch season three uh, coming next year and everything. Uh, and I mean, other than that, you know, not a whole lot.
1: I mean,
0: that seems like a whole
1: lot to me. It's, it's, it's definitely a lot, yeah.
0: <laughs> Plus, works in there too, and everything. Right. It's you know, definitely been definitely been one of the busier weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, i you know just keep going uh, day and day with it and everything. I'm I'm gonna be a guest on uh, another podcast this weekend uh, talking about uh, Justice League. Nice. So that's one of the biggest reasons I'm going out this weekend to see it because uh, they invited me onto the show to talk about it. So it's probably best I see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't want to just be the guy that reads all the spoilers and then...
0: Yeah, right, yeah. Because I, I, I was telling one person, because it's actually going to be like four different podcasters going on to this show, and I don't know exactly what the format of it is. But my original idea was, I'm just going to go on and talk about what I saw in the trailers.
1: <laughs> but, you can't do that, because sometimes that shit doesn't show up in the movie.
0: Yeah, So and that, and that was one of the things that kind of like brought to my attention when I was talking to uh, Awkward Colin about going to see the thing instead of doing that. So we're going to do that. We're going to go down to the Movies 10 down there in the mall. I heard they uh, did some uh, renovations to yeah, it. Yeah, they got nice chairs. So got, yeah, it's good to be clairs and stuff. So we'll see if I stay awake. So, we'll see. Did you see Justice League already? No, I have not. No. I have I'll, not. I'll let you know if it's worth it. Yeah, thanks. I would, I'll I'll educate you about DC. Yeah,
1: okay. And I'll tell you how it should have been. There, in that. <laughs> 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 no, I got, I got uh, pre-sale tickets to Star Wars, though. So I'm going opening night to see Star Wars.
0: Yeah. I I was gonna see like I was actually gonna go see Star Wars, but the thing that um The thing I gotta do with that is I need to wait until about January to go see it because um Oh yeah, I forgot all about that crap.
1: Spelled war games wrong too. I believe that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> was that uh wagamese Wagamies, wagamies. um so for this freaking show what we we're going to do is i was going to explain star wars through my point of view without ever seeing any of the uh movies other than um the uh first one the the the, the like episode one episode one episode one okay. uh yeah that's the only one i ever saw so we're going to do an episode for the week that it got released. We're going, I was going to tell what I believe this uh, story of Star, uh, Star Wars went. But now we're not going to do that because we're going to be on break. Hmm. We have to plan some shit. Have to, I'm going gonna, gonna to plan some shit now. So let me uh, type in war games instead of wagamese. So,
1: so you watched the war games pay-per-view? I did. I, I did not. I was uh, I was busy hell i i watched a little bit of survivor
0: series yeah well see and that's and that's where like it's easier for me to do because you know I don't got family and girlfriend stuff that i got you know do all this family time stuff with so, that sounds lovely yeah so i mean it's not that you know it's not that it's not a huge deal. you didn't see it um i i, I mean nxt is great and everything um yeah the matches, the matches were good. I mean, like they were really, really good. So if you do get a chance, I do recommend going back and
1: watching. Oh, it. I plan to because I'm know, gonna be gone. And
0: yeah, I mean, if you want, you, know, you got. I'm sure you got like a, a good couple hour flight uh, ahead of you. you know, maybe an hour and a
1: half or so, wherever the flight is. If, if I get free internet, I can.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, see if you get that Wi-Fi on there and everything, and just watch it. And trust me, it's definitely worth it. Um, because even your even your boy P. Dunn, put on a great, great match.
1: So that did I did I.
0: Hype him too much for you? No, no. I, I, I saw Pete Dunn wrestle before oh, okay, on Raw. Okay, okay. On Raw. I mean, like, I, I, don't, I don't have anything bad against him. I mean, he is a great guy. I mean, he's a champion for a reason. Still is for the reason, obviously. Oh, nice. So, but it was a great match. I, I don't see it being, like, a... So... I guess I don't know how to word it. It sh- I think it should have been like deeper into the card and everything.
1: Yeah. So well, it is a championship match, and it's basically pre-show, and yeah, we don't like the championships on the pre-show.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. But um, I like I like Pete Dunn, and I hope he actually gets into the main roster and everything. And I see that they're moving up uh, a lot of uh, women wrestlers from NXT. Yeah, they brought six up this or five, five including Paige coming back. On yeah. Paige. So yeah, so I'm really excited to see um, that. You know, like. Are, I mean, are they gonna include more women's matches and everything and how that's all gonna work? So I'm gonna I mean, that.
1: I was a little disappointed how they brought Paige back. I didn't like it. I I would have thought that the first women's Royal Rumble, which I believe is gonna happen this year, would have been the perfect you know, somehow play like, you know, the hooded hooded wrestler until it comes out and the hooded wrestler was Paige, like back in the day, this shit, you know what I mean?
0: I like your idea better with her being the fifth member of the SmackDown team at Survivor Series. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah,
1: and then still have her bring the two broads with her because then you could have had Ruby Riot and the other ones go to that. one.
0: Broads? Yeah, might no, just call them Divas if you're gonna do that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> nah, but you're right. I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't get the whole faction thing that they're doing. Um. I mean, we'll see what the storyline plays out and everything, but. Um, Women's tag team titles. They, I mean, they could do it. They have enough uh, women's wrestlers to make that. I mean, they have to, they have enough women's wrestlers to make a like a women's show probably on NXT, but I mean, or not NXT uh, on the know network, right?
1: I don't know why they don't. They can use NXT for the men, and have a separate show for the women. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Maybe they'll listen and uh, be like, "Hey, that's not a bad idea." Well,
1: I mean, I gave the Hardys our cards. Kind
0: of. I'm, I'm sure our listeners. Yeah. They got to be. Um, yeah, so um, the Lars Sullivan-Cassius uh, Ono match was like a monstrous powerhouse match in itself. <laughs> I mean, like true two big dudes going at it and everything. And like watching Lars, I mean, like watching Lars in the match that he had on Saturday... Looks exactly like Gorilla Monsoon and all that back in the day. If you to really? watch this stuff on YouTube, I mean it's just, it's just just this. I don't want to say chisel, but rugged. Like, it's just like this jagged looking dude, just like just going out there and just being like a monster. It's uh, it's amazing. Like his, uh, I mean, just of who he is.
1: I mean, I've seen him and he's a big dude. I've seen him just tear people apart. Yes.
0: Yeah. it's it's, in, it's intimidating to watch oh. this shit, man. It's, <laughs> But, I mean, it was a good match. He ended up taking the win, uh, the win against Cassius and everything. And Cassius, I like, too. I mean, I think he's a great competitor. He has, he has like, more of a personality.
1: I was going to say, he's a little more outgoing. Mm-hmm. Where I don't think Lars has to be. No.
0: <laughs> no. There was one match, I think, last week. I kind of mocked uh, the Velveteen Dream just because of his name and mm-hmm. shit like that. And then taking on Aleister Black. <clears throat> You'd think it'd be a squash match. But <clears throat> this match went on for 15 minutes, and Alistair actually almost lost. Really? Yeah, he almost took the loss and, and everything. And it was weird because they had this whole storyline going on where the Velveteen Dream was trying to get Alistair Black, you know, to just say his name. You know, like, you know, what's my name? This Alistair bullshit. And it was a goofy, uh, <clears throat> it was kind of a goofy uh, storyline, but it kind of got into the uh, kind of passion behind the match. And this Velveteen Dream, I mean, like, dumb name, Mm -hmm. awesome wrestler. He's a very good wrestler.
1: I can handle dumb name as awesome wrestlers. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, like, like I said, like, when you watch this, you're going to love every single match. Like, all of it. Nice. It's absolutely incredible. Um, Alistair did end up winning. Uh, Ember Moon took the championship in that Fatal 4-Way. Cool. All four women did a tremendous job in their match and everything. Um, I wish it went a little bit longer. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it, did, it went for 10 minutes, but I think there could have been more that they could have done that could have, like, impacted that match a lot more as well. But, I mean, they did a great job. Nice. Absolutely great job. Um, probably the biggest upset is um, this... Um, I'm seeing this now. Seeing almas winning the championship against Drew McIntyre. How was that match? It was very, very good. I mean, all these matches, absolutely amazing. This one was incredible up until the final move of the match, which was some kind of like weird uh, DDT. And something looked like it was fucked up. Um, I didn't look into more of the news or updates about it. Uh, There was a rumor that Drew McIntyre tore his bicep in the match. Um, I didn't look more into it. Um, I don't know if I could try to find it real quick. But it was... It was a great. It was a great match for like you know not not having the belief that it would be a good match. It right. Completely proved me wrong. Absolutely proved me wrong on it. I mean, Drew McIntyre
1: is a beast on himself, so it's not like he'd be going up against some shub for the championship.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So looking at this, it does look like he uh, did did injure himself. Looks like he's gonna go for him for surgery, and he's probably gonna be. Uh, on the sidelines for about six months. Wow. Uh, yep, he tore his bicep. So there was a... Um, so I think it was the uh, the final move that caused it. And I think because of what happened that um, maybe the ending changed. Hmm. That's why I've heard, I'm not sure if... Drew was supposed to win it back or anything. Um, Maybe it was, like, kind of something that happened, like, in the moment. Like, oh, shit, this happened. You know, drop it. But, all in all, it was a great match. Um, There was some interference by uh, Zelina. Of course. So, I mean, that was a given, obviously. But I'm kind of excited to see, like, if they kind of run with uh, Almas here and, you know, see what goes with it.
1: You never know. I mean, you could put a strap on a guy who's never had one, and all of a sudden they turn into... Just the best thing that could ever happen to the brand. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sheamus when he ex- when he s- John Cena stepped through the uh, the table and broke it, and became yep. champion.
0: He fell off. Yeah,
1: that that catapulted
0: Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a great job doing it. Yeah,
1: too. I mean, he's un. I bl- I believe he's so underrated now.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm not a big fan of like how they're using him. I'm sure there could have been a better option for it.
1: I like the whole bar thing. I like him and Cesaro together, but yeah. I think that
0: Cesaro needs to stop talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um,
0: the first War Games match in almost twenty years uh, did not disappoint. The only thing I hated about it, um, and I texted you about it, oh, There was no there's the no there's no saw roof. There's no ceiling. There's nothing on it. It was open. I get it if WD's trying to do something different to make it his own. I get it if they're looking at it as if, like, you know, they don't really need it. They did have a rule that if you climbed out of the cage, your team lost. So, I yeah, get it kind of gives that restriction I and mean, the fear of not doing it. But there wasn't a whole lot of high flying coming off the top of the cage. So, having the t- top not be there, I think, defeated the purpose. Also, what was different was in normal... Um, uh, war games, they had the two rings next to each other, but yeah. you know those was, there was the opening space between the two. Right. This they kind of had like it was blocked off, so it was like a diamond plate uh, cover between the gap of the two rings. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was almost like it was connected in it, but it was great. I mean, like they they had uh, they had one guy from each team start out. Okay. And then every five or three minutes, uh, a whole set team came in. I didn't like that either. I would rather, like, every three minutes, one guy from a random team went in instead of pulling an entire team after a while. Or, like,
1: have one guy from each team come yeah. in.
0: They did screw up, though, because, um, so the Undisputed Era was the first full team in. And then when they went to the countdown, the Authors of Pain was supposed, uh, the, the like they did it on the elimination Chamber with the light yeah. flashes onto the uh, cages. The light flashed onto the Authors of Pain. They are getting ready to get out, and then it went off, and then it went over to Sanity. So somebody screwed up the lighting on it, so it was kind of weird. I didn't know if they did it as like like it was an intentional thing or an accident. It looked more like an accident than something intentional.
1: Well, if it was me, I would run with the intentional thing, mm-hmm. and like someone paid them off or something happened, or you know, we threatened the lighting guy.
0: Yeah, you know something like you're like if Sandy was to come out like kind of laugh or they had, uh, um, what's her name, uh, Nikki Cross, who is with Sandy, like I said, and you said I was wrong. Just saying. Uh, Nikki Cross came out, like, as the one who messed with the lights as, like, a joke or something. That, right. Because sanity being crazy and all, it would make perfect sense that, to do it. That would make perfect sense. Yeah. But it was a tremendous match. I mean, like, so, so good. Regardless of the roof not being there, it was a tremendous match. Super excited that they did this. And, like, it was a a new concept for War Games. And I think it worked I think it worked well as a first run. I'm sure, like, there, there's a couple things I wouldn't like about it um, that I wish it would change. Like, you know, some war games, they had the guys come from the back. Some war games, they had them circle the ring and come in at times. Um, the one thing that was weird I didn't like is uh, they had uh, Insanity was uh, caging the door shut. Which was, it made no sense because you have to win by pin or submission. So, getting the cage isn't even an option. So, I don't know why he was doing it. But he struggled a lot trying to uh, close the cage. I think he may have dropped the padlock too. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of weird. There were some goofy parts of it, but I mean overall, undisputed era uh, eventually did win. There was uh, one point uh, when Sandy was coming in; they were throwing weapons into the ring as they were entering. So I mean, there's huge. There's this huge spot where um, Adam Cole was standing, basically between. Uh, uh, each post on either side of the ring, so, like, right in the middle nah. of the two rings. And then um, uh, Eric Young was on one side, and um, uh, Roderick Strong was on the other. And then Arthur Payne went and got... Uh, I, I can't even explain it. It's completely nuts. You have to see it. Basically, it was, it was like a double powerbomb, like, suplex thing, and Adam Cole just kind of sat there. Like, 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 let it happen? Yeah, he's just like... Okay. It <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a great spot. It was an. I mean, the whole match was amazing. I mean, this this is something like as soon as you have an opportunity to see, I see it. Like the very moment you have an opportunity to watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it again. Do it for a third time if you want. Do it for a third time. But it's definitely worth seeing it. Um, NXT never disappoints when they have their uh, pay per views and everything. A lot of surprises in this one, you know, near, you know, near falls and, you know, wins you didn't think were going to happen. It, all in all, it was a great show. Nice.
1: Definitely going to check it out, definitely.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but when you go to WWE and you look at Survivor Series, I mean, like, there were a lot of great matches on here, too. And unlike NXT, some of our guesses were not too surprising. Some of the wins weren't too surprising. I'm not going to take these uh, wins in right. here. Um, if you did have to guess... Um, what do you think was the most surprising out of this pay per view? Like, if you had to think of one thing that was more that was like the actual like, oh, I didn't really see that one coming.
1: I actually think uh, the Brock Lesnar AJ fight with no interference, because I was I thought for sure Jinder would come out and screw up AJ, or someone maybe come out and screw up Brock so they can go after Brock. But that one ending clean to me was shocking.
0: Yeah, now and the same match with me is where I find like the surprise. Like I, I was more surprised that AJ had the opportunity to have so much offense. That was the one thing like I was surprised about. Well, I think Brock, like I
1: said before, Brock and small guys—they just they put on a hell of a match. Because mm-hmm. with quickness, like AJ Styles has, like CM Punk has, Eddie Guerrero had, he's they're able to get around him. They're durable. They're, they're practically like Spider-Man. You know, you can throw them all over the fucking place, and they, they're they going to come back at you. But, yeah, I mean, I saw, you know, the the ending of the match, and I was like, damn. Caught him midair. F five. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and Brock taking the win, like, it's not too surprising he's going to do that. I mean, after seeing him, you know, beat Braun Strowman mm-hmm. and beat, you know, it's... It it just it the biggest surprise to me in that match was how much offense uh, AJ was able to get off. I mean he I mean he do you, do you remember the part where uh, he got uh, Brock into calf crusher? No, no, I don't. Okay, so it was like in the middle of the match. Um, and it it the only reason I remember too much is like so when he got him into calf crusher and everything like it he like wrenched it back like it like it was he was like trying to rip off. His leg. Um, the um, oh shit. What is the uh, what's the arm f- um, submission that Brock does? It's not like Morlock. Yeah, like how aggressive he is. Yeah. With that that's how AJ was with the um, Jesus. calf crusher. And it was weird because in order for Brock to get out of it, he literally reached around, grabbed his head, and pounded it off the head. Like, I did see that. It was it was weird because it was just it literally looked like a basketball. He's just, just, brr, 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 brr. it was it was so I mean the intensity that both these guys had was absolutely amazing um that was a great match I mean I, like again I'm not surprised that Brock took the win um but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing him wrestle again no that'd probably be amazing yeah I thought maybe like if AJ was to win it would make a great storyline you know but who knows? maybe we'll see it in the future but since we already talked about the uh, um Second main event, I guess. Uh, We'll just go back to the top and kind of like run through them. Uh, Elias and Matt Hardy. It was just like a quick added match. We didn't do any uh, predictions for that one.
1: I remember being.
0: Yeah, I gotta say though, I mean, Elias Elias winning. I don't know how like the Hardys feel about like the losses and stuff they've been taking lately.
1: I I think it's just building. Yeah, I think you are gonna see the the woken or broken or that's gonna come out. Yeah, the awoken Matt Hardy. Yeah. Because, you know, they can't do broken Matt Hardy. Yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel bad for Matt because with Jeff being injured, they can't really do much with him at the moment. At least they're trying to keep him relevant. Kragner. The best they can. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn took on um, Brazango. Uh, they took the victory over Brazango. Uh, God, that was a pre-show match. But it wouldn't be the last time we saw them. Might not be the last time we saw Sammy. Sammy and uh, Kevin Owens there. I gotta say, I'm not a big fan of Sammy Zayn as a heel. Kind of sucks at it. I kind of like it. I, if he was a better heel, I'd like it. I just don't, he just doesn't have that heel attitude.
1: I think he's got the arrogance
0: to him. He has like shitty sidekick personality. Well, I mean, he, he's like he's... Kevin will say something and Sam will be like, yeah!
1: <laughs> like every 80s villain's sidekick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's he is Kevin's Virgil. Yeah, man, sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. <laughs> uh one we did predict, one of the one of the three pre show matches we did know about ahead of time did predict was Enzo versus Kalisto for the Cruiserweight title. Um you said Kalisto was gonna take the win. I said Enzo's gonna take the win. Uh yeah, who won that? I mean obviously Enzo. Obviously Enzo. That's one here you said. Oh. I'm gonna keep doing that by the way, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I again. I didn't watch that match because I'm not a pre-show match guy. I don't watch the pre-shows and all that stuff. It's when you watch the shows up until the point. I.
1: It seems like it just makes the pay per view longer than what it needs to be.
0: Yeah. Um. WrestleMania, I'll watch a little bit of the pre-show. Um. But when it comes to, like the rest of the year, like the pre-show, I mean, there's a lot of. I get why they do it. A lot of people like to listen to them kind of like talk about like, you know, when they have like the guests like Shawn Michaels like the football, Like the
1: football style. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: yeah, I get it, but and, it's not for me.
1: Yeah. I don't think. I don't know. If you're doing pre-show, I think if you're doing pre-show for a <laughs> WWE show, the pre-show should be NXT people.
0: I wouldn't mind that. I, I like talking smack and I like raw talk because that was like 15, 20 minutes after the show and you right. could like talk with the guys who just said the match. I don't need an hour or two of pre-show before no. to talk about what I'm about to see because I what, saw what's what about. was
1: what did WrestleMania turned into like an, a seven-hour event because of the pre-show.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was like four, yeah, it was four hours of the show itself and three hours of commentary pre-matches, and that was a that was a joke. Um, let's see, we got the Shield uh, taking on the New Day, so uh, Dean Ambrose from Reigns Seth Rollins taking on uh, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Big E. I don't remember um, the history of the New Day, even though it's not that old. But do you recall them three ever teaming together? The New Day, yeah, like all three before of them? the New Day. No, 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 no. Before the Shield, like, do you remember when those act- when they were part of like a six man tag? Because I don't, and I'm just trying to remember, like, if that ever
1: happened. The New Day and the Shield together.
0: No, how do you not get what I'm saying? Here? I don't understand. It is early. I mean, it is two in the morning.
1: they yeah, were recording. I mean, I just I just got off work. Okay,
0: so new day when they tag team. Okay, it's either Biggie and you know Xavier Woods, or it's Biggie and Kobe Kingston. Do you recall them ever having a match where all three were tag teaming with each other at once? No. Yeah. See, neither do I. That's why I was, I thought I think this like might be like the first time it actually happened. This was probably one of my favorite
1: matches that happened on this card, mm-hmm. and I mean, well, how about how about Xavier Woods putting Big E on his shoulders, right? And then, and then ooh, that
0: splash, Kofi coming off. I I was impressed by that shit, man. Or right.
1: the the double, uh, what the hell do they call it? Where he does the big ending, but they almost DDT them at the same oh, time. Oh, it's um the nightfall or the new day fall or something. Yeah, no, it's
0: like the nightfall or the fall of the night. I I, I know what you're talking
1: about. It's not the end of days because it's uh, no. Mary Corbin. But then, the triple power bomb off the top rope. Holy
0: shit, that was crazy. They they went out there. I mean, and and that's one of the things too. I mean, like the new day, they led the charge for SmackDown. Oh yeah! Just like the Shido, uh, Shield, Shield, when the when the invasions happened, these were the two teams that led their brands into those battles, and I mean, and they really showed why they're they have leadership in this match. I mean, like well, real quick. I mean, I picked a Shield. You picked a Shield. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we both kind of had an idea of you know who has the more of the three team like experience here. Um, so I'm not too surprised about this ending.
1: No, I wasn't either, but while I was watching, I, I thought it could go either way.
0: Yeah, when, when you watch the match and everything, how close it is, it definitely looks like, you know, it could have gone either way. The only reason, like, it seemed one side to me, like, even right off the bat, because it's like I said before, you have three world champions on one team. <laughs>
1: With two Grand Slam Two champions. Grand Slam well, champions. And not at the time, they wouldn't have been, but...
0: At this moment, no, but, I mean, they all have the possibility to do right. it. Um, I mean and so I mean you got you got, you know, former tag champions, former world champions, former IC champions, former US champions. When you look at, you know, the new day, I mean, Big E and Xavier Woods, I think, were both uh, I C champions at one point. They obviously are the I think longest we was he? What'd I say? Xavier? No, I'm sorry, Kofi. I don't think I don't Xavier's, think Xavier no, Xavier never won a singles title.
1: No. Big no, E no. was NXT champion.
0: Was he? I believe so. He might have been. I'm not sure. I'm going to say he wasn't.
1: I'm going to say
0: he you look. Was. You look it up and let me know. Because I'm going to say he wasn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Um, That might have been like, if it did happen, it was like before I started watching NXT. But yeah, you looked it up. I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> you know, I, can't keep, I can't keep the show going Do what do do
1: do you're best at. Yeah,
0: you know, do, do what I know what to do. Um, yeah, I mean, so, and it's saying, I don't want to take anything away from Xavier Woods and nothing against him in any way, but I don't think, if there was no New Day, I don't know if Xavier would still be around here in WWE.
1: I mean, he is probably one of the best little guys. He'd probably still be in WWE, but he wouldn't be on the main show.
0: He he might be a
1: 205 Live guy. Right. 205 Live or still... NXT. NXT.
0: NXT. Yeah. But... I mean, it was a good match. I mean, the ma- I mean, they went for... NXT champion one time. Yeah. It had to have been a while ago. Well, yeah, I'm
1: sure it was. I mean, it's been a while since he's been at NXT. Yeah.
0: 2012. Oh, was it? Okay, so it was five years ago. Say, it yeah, they be- don't have that belt no more. That's the newest belt. Is it? Yeah, 2017. This is a brand new one. Huh. Yeah, I think, I think that one started with uh, Bobby Roode. Hmm. But uh, that's the old one. Yeah, I like the new... uh, Oh, I mean, I guess we shouldn't talk about Pinterest, on a podcast. But anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the Shield ended up taking the win. Um, We both picked the Shield. I'm just up by one still. So.
1: Yeah, wonderful.
0: I know, right? It's always good. It's always good.
1: Not like we don't know the outcome. I know, right?
0: (laughs) Dick. Uh, Following this list was uh, the women's uh, Survivor Series match.
1: Which is pretty decent. I mean, you got to see... Uh, Nia Jax and Tamina just haul out at each other. And that was fun to watch.
0: I was really confused by uh, Becky Lynch's uh, elimination.
1: I did not see Becky Lynch's elimination. She was the
0: very first elimination by Bailey. Like, literally as a roll-up within two minutes of the match. Really? It looked like it was almost an accident. It looked like it was at, like an accidental, like, pin. Hmm. <laughs> But but like with this, I mean like we're able to look at the uh, eliminations and everything. Oh, nice. Um, so Becky Lynch uh got eliminated by Bailey uh by a roll up within two two minutes. Uh Bailey then got eliminated by um Tamina with a Superfly splash. I did see that. That was cool. Uh following that, Nia Jax got eliminated by Tamina with a count out. Yeah, Tamina just barely made it back in mm-hmm. the ring. Uh, Alicia Fox then got eliminated by Naomi with a roll up. So again, another quick roll up. Let's say, I mean, let's go back to
1: Nia Jackson this match and some stuff we actually seen from her. The, uh, the like somersault into Tamina.
0: Oh, and she was sitting yeah. the cannonball, the cannonball. kind of like what uh, Kevin Owens does, right, like right, in right. the turnbuckle or in right. the corner. Yeah, I mean that was cool. That was unexpected. Yeah, it was very unexpected. Nothing against her. For being a big girl. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, and like, she, she has the, she has the personality and she has the, you know, you know the, the being to be like right. a great champion. I think it's only a minute of time, obviously, before that happens. But I love the fact, I mean, and they meant they even, they acknowledged it on the show about Tamina and Naya being, you know, family. Yeah, you know, and I, I think having them like face each other is great because you have two, you know, powerhouse women in the same. She ring. just
1: obsession, it's about me, and just kicks ass. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I would love if like the next, like you know, if, rather than the World Rumble, or even if they try to make it a WrestleMania early, early match or pre-show, whatever, just for these two to face each other again in a match because I think that uh, Survivor Series kind of opens up a great feud. For Nia and Tamina to find out who is the better person, yeah. yeah, who is the best big bitch? Exactly, because I mean, you look at it and like you know, they no one, neither one of them really pinned each other. Tamina just got Nia out of the ring long enough to be counted out, right? So I mean, Naya could say he, she eliminated Tamina could say she eliminated Nia, but Nia could just go back and say like, yeah, but he didn't pin me. I think it'd be a great. I think that'd be a great storyline. So WWE, be seriously, listen to this shit. We know what we talk about. Definitely. I mean, come on. This, we, this is all we do. We are the greatest tag team in podcast history.
1: Undisputed,
0: undisputed. Uh, finally, Alicia Fox being rolled up by Naomi to get eliminated. Uh, now you're looking at a four-on-two situation. <clears throat> <clears throat> but throat> um, but uh, Sasha Banks ended up eliminating uh, Naomi, uh, like right after with a bank statement, so submission. Uh, Kamala got uh, eliminated by Asuka with a roundhouse kick to the head, which was really brutal.
1: Oh, uh, no. Not Asuka's brutal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and what's weird is, like, when, and you know, like, obviously, when we get to the, bitter, uh, the, the end of it all, I mean, like, you look at being Tamina being, like, that powerhouse. I mean, she eliminated two people. Asuka, in the debuting pay-per-view, the debuting Survivor Series of her career, she eliminated three people.
1: I mean... I got a I got a text from Mental Mary while she was watching this, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "I finally understand what you've been talking about with Asuka." Uh, like, <laughs> uh
0: what do you think I'm lying for? S- Sasha Banks, I uh, got eliminated by Natalia by the sharpshooter. Following that, it was Tamina and Natalia against Asuka on her own. Um, I would have to go back and look at this because now I'm kind of confused or not confused, but curious on I don't remember the flying cross armbar. I'm kind of confused on what
1: that was. I think, I don't, I don't know if she, like, jumped into her and then put her in the armbar, but I know she tapped her out with an armbar. I,
0: I have to go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, you have I to know. go back and watch it. Yeah, because, um, so yeah, so Asuka got eliminated Tamina, and then she eliminated Natalia. Asuka, being the sole survivor of Team Raw, took the victory. Um, I picked Team Raw. No, you picked Team Raw. Yep. that's right. See, I should I should wrote down men or women on that. Yeah. So uh, you picked him. Oh, that's right. Because I picked because of Becky Lynch, and she was the first person to get eliminated. <laughs>
1: that, I really kind of I kind of laughed when I read that.
0: I really want to know if that roll up was an accident or not. I really need to know that shit. <laughs> that stuff bugs me. It's it, but things like that. Like, and I would love like if one day I could find like that one person to look for WWE or that works for WWE to come on our show and I can ask them like, listen. Did the, like was this supposed to happen? Was this supposed to happen and shit like that?
1: You gotta wait till Becky Lynch retires.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that she's a fan of the show now, anyways. Huh. I'm assuming all Duddy is. <laughs> Maybe a- not. Aim high, right? Right. Dare to dream. Um, but yeah, so yep, yeah, Raw one, uh, and you said like with Asuka being on that team, like it was probably a guaranteed win for them. Oh, yeah. So, and she became the sole survivor of the match or the uh, show. The match itself. So following uh, following the women's uh, Survivor Series match, we got the uh, U.S. champion, Barry Corbin, taking on the Intercontinental champion, The Miz, with The Miz, Taraj, uh, outside, but also, uh, Miz's wife was uh, there as well, in the uh, crowd. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that, she...
1: I must have fast-forwarded past that. I, I just kind of go went into the match. They,
0: yeah, I mean, they only, they only acknowledged her... Twice. It was at the very beginning, like, when um, they're doing the entrances, which I don't watch the entrances to begin with, so... But I know they mentioned her there, and then there was a part of the match where Baron kind of, uh, got in her face, and it turned the tide of the match for a little bit for, uh, The Miz.
1: I mean, this is a very brutal match, and, you know, Miz can get downright and just very mean and brutal. Like, he, you know, he's usually, uh, calculated kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But he was just pretty much out there to kick Corbin's ass.
0: Yeah, well, it's like, when you sit there and, like, I know they had um, a video, um, uh, what's the word? Like, an interchange. I saw I saw some of that. On Twitter, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and, I mean, Baron, like, I mean, he attacked uh, Miz's wife, Miz's unborn child, and, I mean, even for Ms, you know, being, you know, the kind of guy he is, who he doesn't seem like he doesn't. He, he's the kind of guy that, like, if something happens to him or something involves him, he takes it too personally, right? And I think that's what what happened in this match that made it the brutal match it was. You know, and I mean, it it, it was a good match. I'm not a huge Miz fan. Um, i I'd want to go back and look at the uh, statistics because I think this would. Be, because there's like a losing streak for Miz on uh, pay-per-views. Really? Yeah, I thought I remember someone mentioning that to me. Like, like he hasn't won like the last seven matches at a pay-per-view. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. And see, that's gonna bother me. Well, yeah, well, you know, you go ahead and look that up. I'll keep talking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. You, you you talk, I'll join in. Hell yeah. I'm, I know my girlfriend doesn't think I, I listen while I'm playing on my phone,
0: but I do. Oh, I'm glad you yeah. listen to me, buddy. Kind of make like the podcast work. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a good match. Um, you uh, you ended up picking uh, the Miz to win. I picked Baron Corman. Uh Who did end up winning that match? Uh,
1: Baron Corbin, I think. That's, that's right. Uh, yeah, Absolutely yeah. right.
0: Yeah, that's true. So he uh, took the win, and that was the actual. Uh, that was the first win for Team SmackDown.
1: Yeah. So that, that was crazy.
0: Yeah, so he he uh, kind of uh, prevented the uh, sweep there.
1: Good for Miz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, following that, we had the uh, tag team champion versus tag team champion. you uh, had the Usos taking on uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, or the Bar. The Bar. Yeah, I'm the waiting for bar. I'm waiting for them to actually uh, call themselves the Bar instead of Cesaro and Sheamus.
1: Well no, they Cesare and Seamus call themselves the bar all the
0: time. Well yeah, but their tag team's not known at the bar, and that's what I'm waiting for. Like you got like, you know, um uh Rowans and Harper. Yeah. And they're called the Bludgeon Brothers now, which they did make their debut on SmackDown, and it was so intense. So when they when your who, rotation who
1: did, they, who did they debut against?
0: Uh Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder. Oh. And they literally slaughtered Mojo Raleigh. Poor, poor Mojo. It was it was brutal. Um, but yeah, when you, when you fall into your rotation to check out SmackDown again, it was a pretty good match.
1: Yeah, I have to check it out before I go to, uh, Salt Lake because I won't have DVR up there.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You got, you got to take a gander at it. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't get too invested into this match. Honest, uh, honestly, in my opinion, this was the least interested match that, uh, the pay-per-view for me. I'm just like, I mean, I, I like the Usos. I mean, I like Cesaro and Sheamus, but I just I, I've seen so many tag team matches with them. I just I didn't want to see another one, even though they faced each other, even though it was pretty uh, pretty intense. It was pretty intense,
1: <laughs> but it hasn't been it. You know, the New Day versus the Usos. That that's been the shit I've been used to. So when I got this, it was like, all right, this is good, but it could be better.
0: Yeah, yeah. like, like so, I said, mean, like, I didn't invest too much time. I mean, like, this was kind of like my my smoke break, um, <laughs> pee break with something eat. Even though this was, like, you know, dirty network, I could have easily just paused it. Yeah. I wasn't too, like, worried about missing a high spot here because nothing against them in any way, but I've seen enough of them to know, like, I, I know what moves they're going to use into the match. Right. Uh, but, I mean, it was, still, it was still a good match nonetheless. Um, Usos ended up taking the win on it. Um, you picked Usos. Yes, I did. So you got that win on there. So. Yeah. Thanks.
1: So, Miz's loss percentage at pay per views. Yeah. Sixty three percent.
0: Really? Yeah. Does it Does it show the last time he won? No. It yet? just
1: It just gives a percentage of his losses.
0: Yeah, that's. I, I know it was like somebody was telling me like I. I don't know if it was before or after like one of his like championship matches. I think he won the IC title on Raw. But I think it was like the last seven or eight pay-views he was at that he had a match and he lost.
1: To, his total wrestling career percentage to lose is
0: 64.5%. It was weird is, I mean like at one point he was the top guy. World champion.
1: Oh yeah, I I believe in the past couple of years that Miz has come back. And he he might get the title again one more time maybe, I yeah. can see it happening.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember because like I because I remember seeing like that statistic on uh, it was it was a a link on Facebook. Yeah, because actually Seth Rollins has a bad law win loss record just like the Miz. Really? Like his win loss record is actually bad too. Isn't crazy? It's like almost the same exact one, actually. It's like almost like, it's, I think it's got to be like the same. I'm not looking it up. No, one wouldn't look it up either. <laughs> I'm not asking <laughs> you to look it up. But if you ever get a moment you want to look it up, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're doing your <laughs> own free time. Let me
1: make a note of that.
0: Yeah, yeah just jot that down. Um, SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte versus Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss. With this one being uh, the fact that SmackDown's Women's championship changed hands days before the pay per view, right? You know, I I I'm for one. of happy it happened. I mean, I I like Natalia. You know, I like her. You know, lineage. I like her as a wrestler, but I love Charlotte Flair.
1: Yeah, Charlotte's definitely probably gonna be better than her father, and that's mm-hmm. saying a lot.
0: Yeah, well, she's. I mean, she's already held uh, the women's championship between Raw and SmackDown. I think it's like six, seven times now. Right. So, I mean, it it was amazing because, I mean, this is the first time I ever saw these two guys, uh, these two women face each other. I don't know if they ever faced each other in uh, NXT. I don't know if it ever happened. Uh, If it did, I'm sure it was just as great as what they performed on here now. Because when I saw these two wrestle each other, like it brought me back to all those matches that Charlotte had with Sasha Banks. Oh, and yeah. like all that passion, like, I mean, in there, and I mean, like, they, I mean, they took to heart what they, they knew that what they had to do is, you know, we are, you know, the top two women of our brand. We need to, you know, represent, and they did that, you know, <clears throat> you know, as, you know, as good, if not even better than some of the men's matches on this card.
1: Oh, yeah, this was definitely something that I think I got busy at work with doing something. So I wasn't able to catch everything, mm-hmm. but what I did catch was super impressive, and I, don't, like, I can't wait to see Charlotte face Asuka. I think that's going to be brutal.
0: Yeah. Well, one of them, man, you're going to have to switch back uh, some shows. Next year's Survivor Series, yeah. when they're both Women's Champion. When do you think they're going to do the next shakeup? Probably WrestleMania?
1: Probably after WrestleMania. Yeah. That's like when their season starts.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it was great. I mean, I know, like, Alexa did what she always did. Like, you know, she found a part of the body, you know, took advantage of it, tried to get, you know, everything set up for, you know, her finisher, you know, the cartwheel splash from the top rope or, you know, the uh, DDT. Um, But, I mean, in the end, you know, Sharp was able to block that cartwheel. Like, I can't remember. It was called the Bliss ending or something like that. Um blocked with her knees, and got her into the figure eight and took the victory, and uh, I love how she is able to take her father's uh, finishing move, but make it her own. And tweak it. Yeah.
1: I just wish she didn't do so much of her father. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of it is too Rick, in some ways.
0: I'm going to disagree. I think of two things that she does there. Three, four things that she did that her father did. That's it. Her entrance? Yeah, okay, five. She does the woo, she does the knife edge shot. She does the figure eight that's modified from a figure four, and then she does the knee drop. And the strut. Yeah, but I mean let's go look at me. Like here she is doing backflips, you know, she's doing a big boot. I mean, I mean, but the thing is, like, I like the fact that she's taken, like, things from her dad, because... I guess it, it would make sense. It, it, it pays respect to her father and, like, you know, his wrestling career, and it still helps kind of keep him, like, relevant.
1: I, I guess it makes sense. Like, it, I guess if I was, like, a wrestler, I would want my kids to use my moves.
0: Exactly. And, like, one of the biggest things, like, I mean, the whole reason she got into wrestling to begin with was, you know, because of her brother's passing and everything, mm-hmm. trying to live... You know, his career and, you know, who better than to uh, to impersonate than her father. It's just like with The Miz, you know, he says the reason he does the figure four is because of Ric Flair.
1: Yep. It's
0: like Natalia with the sharpshooter.
1: Yeah. You know? Cesaro with the sharpshooter.
0: I wonder if he uses it because of Bret
1: Hart. I think he uses it because of Tyson Kidd.
0: I think I see that. That's probably exactly why he does it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Kid came, didn't Kid come from the dungeon too?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's how him and Italian actually met. <laughs> it's crazy. That'd be
1: a scary broad. I
0: don't know right, come on. Can you imagine dating that family, though? Like, all those uncles? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you want my daughter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing now, sir! <laughs> uh, we talked about it before, so we don't have to get back to it. Uh, Brock Lesnar uh, defeated AJ Styles. Uh, it was a great match. Probably one of the top matches of the show, uh, no doubt. So, the main event of the night, you had the uh, 5 on 5 men's uh, cross brand uh, Survivor Series match. Yes, yes. So, we had uh, Team Raw with Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H taking on SmackDown, Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and of course, John Cena.
1: This was great because the matchups you got to see. And I believe, what was it? uh, Shinsuke and Samoa Joe. Mm hmm then it was Triple H and Gay. But now, I mean, and he's just like, come on!
0: Yeah, and, that, and that's one thing like, I kind of loved like, when they did at the beginning was they kind of um, paired each other off. Like, yeah. you know, tagging and tag, in, tag in, and everything. And one of the biggest moments that I found out of this match, even though it was pretty brief, was uh, Kurt Angle and John Cena in the, in the same ring again.
1: Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, that's
0: where John's career started. Um, It was awesome to see that. It was kind of awesome to see Bobby Roode. I mean, like Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura both being in the ring with Triple H. I mean, Triple H is the reason that these guys are here in WWE. Right, was getting them through NXT. The fact that you know Shinsuke got to stand up to Triple H, probably one of the two you know strong style guys in the business you know, pairing off against each other. It was absolutely amazing to watch everything that these guys did. It was nice to see Finn Balor take on Shinsuke a little, uh, Samoa Joe and Shinsuke, because it kind of reminds you of, like, you know, the NXT title matches that they had and everything. Right. Um, just somehow so much-
1: Shinsuke taking a shot at bro- Braun when he was, uh. <laughs> you, see, you see they cut the Braun's face, and Braun's just
0: like, what are you who doing? the <laughs> fuck does
1: this guy think he is? Uh.
0: Well, I mean, again, like, and Braun did exactly what, you know, everyone thought it was going to be. is just a powerhouse monster in this. I mean, the first two eliminations, Braun did on his own within, like, a minute and a half of each other. You know, he eliminated Shinsuke Nakamura and Bobby Roode.
1: I think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's not, I get what you're saying. It's, it's crazy because of how quick the eliminations were, but it's not crazy because it's Braun Strowman. Right. Yeah. Following that, you know, Samoa Joe got eliminated by uh, John Cena. Uh, John Cena eventually got eliminated by Kurt Angle, by the uh, Angle Slam. Uh, Finn Balor uh, got eliminated by uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton then got eliminated by Braun Strowman. And then everyone, this whole thing kind of got a little weird. A little wonky. So, yeah. So, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Braun Strowman are all still together on Team Raw. Um, when Randy Orton and Shane were still together, so before Randy Orton got eliminated by Braun Strowman, uh, it was the three on two, but what happened uh, like during the match? I mean, like it was I mean it was an obvious thing. I think I, I think I even said it was going to happen. Was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens coming out and interfering, right? Pulling Shane down from the row or from the uh, ring, fighting him and everything. Somehow he broke free, hit him with chairs, ran him up the ring, and the stupidest thing in this whole pay per view. This is the one thing I didn't get, and I think that the timing of everything maybe just didn't work out, is when Braun Strowman pinned Randy Orton, you can see Shane on the ramp just staring at it happening. That That was the one part I think, okay, somebody here screwed up the timing somewhere because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were already backstage when Braun Strowman was doing the running power slam and Shane was just standing there holding a chair watching the pin happen. So I'm not sure if they're trying to, like, set something up saying that, like, Shane's willing to face these three men on his own or not. But um, I can't even say that he held his own because he did not, like, whatsoever. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, he stepped right in the ring. Braun Strowman was still in the ring. Triple H, you know, being the maniac he is, tagged himself in, kind of circling the ring, getting ready for Shane, and, you know, Kurt Angle tagging himself in. You know, again, you know, having that ego-like, you know, that ego-like, ego-like. That's weird. Ego like ego like Yeah, it's something I'm trying to say, eagle. Right. He has that same ego that uh, Triple H has. He just tagged himself in, and like you know, he wants to get that win, because this win is his career that keeps moving forward. Right. So as soon as he does that, Triple H pedigrees him and pulls Shane McMahon over him to get the pin. And everyone keeps thinking, like, you know, what's going on? Even Braun's kind of looking at it, you know, like, what are you doing and shit like that. And then it just turns into, you know, Triple H just turning on Shane, and him, taking the victory, because again, you know, his head isn't that big because of his brain, it's because of his ego. <laughs> Ends up taking the win and everything. Braun Strowman and Triple H are the sole survivors of Team Raw. Um,
1: didn't Strowman and uh, Triple H get into it?
0: Yeah, so uh, Triple H is kind of like trying to high-five Braun, like, hey, good job and everything. Uh, Strowman grabbed by the neck, put him back to the corner, saying, you know, have you ever tried to betray me, like, you know, betray me again, you know, blah, blah, blah. Which, again, that didn't make much sense, because it's not like he betrayed Braun, he just pedigreed uh, Kurt Angle. Um, as soon as he did that release, Triple H walked away, you know, Triple H tried to attack him from behind, similar him for a pedigree, obviously couldn't do it, power slam him twice. (laughs) And, uh, then the show ended,
1: uh... Triple H walked into a
0: wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he did something stupid. And then uh, finally Raw and everything, like, it was awesome. Like, the whole, like, beginning. I, I did monologue. see
1: that interchange.
0: That was pretty good
1: <laughs> Where bad. he's, I'm not afraid of you, and then he just backs up. Yeah. I don't want to see that.
0: And I don't want to see them face each other. I don't want that to be a match.
1: I want it to be Kurt Angle versus Triple H.
0: I want that. I want that. That would be, that would be great for, like, Royal Rumble. Um, um, yeah, so I ended up, Um. I got more right than you. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat anything you lost. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So, um, you know, not anything new or surprising. I think you've, like, won twice. How uh, come we don't keep track of that? What? Keep track of what? Up. I
1: beat you the first couple times, or you don't keep track of who wins the month?
0: Not really. Uh-huh. I don't, I just, I know I beat you again. I mean, what else do you want? You want to keep track of how many times I beat you, then you beat me? We can go back and try to do out. Like, I'm gonna it out. go start
1: reading spoilers and I'm gonna cheat. <laughs> I
0: mean sure I think of like what, six to two? Is that what you want to hear? I mean, what the hell you want from me? Not six to two. Close enough. Yeah. When do we when do we start doing this? In June? June No. June sounds right. This is episode
1: twenty-three, so it's been on or off twenty three weeks.
0: Like six months. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't fucking know. I, I don't, you don't gotta keep track of that shit. We'll do that next year. How about that? Alright,
1: we'll do it. We'll do it so for season two.
0: Season is not gonna be until the summer. <laughs> I thought maybe starting with the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Did you see the uh, scheduling that they have for uh, pay-per-views next year? No. So, like, it, there's less pay-per-views. So, Great Ball Fire's not coming back. Thank God.
1: Um, what about Extreme Rules?
0: Yes. But it's, it's gonna be, I think, raw. I think Raw's going to have extreme rules. Raw
1: had extreme rules last year, and it sucked Yeah, well,
0: so, so what, yeah, what they're doing is, um, so uh, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, the Royal Rumble, or I'm sorry, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and Money in the Bank, are all going to be co-brands. Ooh. Yeah, so both shows are going to have a Money in the Bank match. So I'm wondering if they're both going to have women's mob ones, too. So there's going to oh, be like man. four four Money in the Bank matches?
1: And a tag team Money in the Bank match. A tag team. Yeah. Um, and every card must be a Money in the Bank. Could you imagine <laughs> a 205 Live
0: Money in the Bank match? Would you watch a pay-per-view of like six Money in the Bank matches? Yes. Really? i love that match. Yeah. What was it? I don't think they'll do all that. I mean, I'm wondering if they're going to bring back the women's mind in the bank matches because I think four of them might even be too much. But, anyways, um, so yeah, so all four of those are going to be uh, both brands. And then I think three months out of the year, each brand is going to have their own show, but the rest of the time they're alternating. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I think like I want to say February. July and October, I think they each have Sharon one, and then every other one's like either co-branded or SmackDown or Raw. So that seems yeah. better. It's less. It's less pay-per-views, which I think is fine. I'm fine with it. Um, I don't. I don't know if they're doing it because of um, attendance or what, but
1: lack of interest in their shows, maybe.
0: Probably. <laughs> before we close, uh, before we close out the show, why don't we uh, do your pick of the week? So. Did we come up with a title yet? Nope. Okay. So uh, 2004, 2005 ish.
1: Ring of Honor. It's testing the limit. Two out of three falls, which is Austin Aries versus Brian Danielson.
0: So pre WWE. Pre WWE Daniel W-W- Bryan. Daniel gotcha.
1: Bryan. Uh, obviously, pre WWE Austin Aries. Yeah. Um, CM Punk was actually doing commentary for this match because he even stated right there, he's like, "I came, you know, he wrestled the match earlier in the night, and he came to do commentary because he wanted to see this match." So the the, you know, when I'm watching this match, I don't watch a whole lot of Ring of Honor, but the two out of three falls, so each fall had to occur within an hour. So this could have been a three hour long match. It was an hour and twenty minutes. Wow. And, I mean, you, you're well aware of WWE Daniel Bryan. The Ring of Honor Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Daniels, is not the same. He is so much more aggressive. I mean, he is more technical than what he was in WWE. Almost Dean Malenko-like, with all the submission moves, and this cattle, cattle mutilization. Mutil- Whatever move that was his finisher at the time, which is, I don't, I don't even know how he did it, but it was craziness. Uh, So Daniel Bryan did a top rope gut buster to Austin Aries during the match. And and a seated abdominal stretch. Yeah, that's what they
0: called it. Really?
1: You're going to go back and watch this match now, aren't you?
0: I watch all your uh, your picks of the week. Yeah. I, I trust you on these. Oh yeah, I actually I watched the um, the what, what was it called the X Division match, Ultimate X. I oh, watched how'd, Ultimate How'd you like it? I liked it. I I remember there were that was the match I saw a lot of like AJ style highlights from like the Impact era. Yeah, I know a lot of his highlights came from that match. So again, okay, a couple of things I remember seeing um, the the springboard onto grabbing the X. I remember. Like, I remember yeah. that being a highlight. I was like, okay, so that's where that came from. So, but, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah your picks of weeks are good, man. So and, so, and then. And I love it, and not to interrupt you, but I love it how it's not just WWE. You no, I, I I mean,
1: know, I've, I've been trying to go around and just, yeah. like, you know, when I see certain names, I'm like, well, let, me, let me go check this out. Yeah. And it's not like I, I just pick them and don't watch them. I, I do watch these mm-hmm. matches, and I do, obviously, I'm making notes on these matches. This one, I'm not going to tell you who won.
0: Yeah. Travis yeah.
1: doesn't want me to do that. Yeah, let's
0: not do that. Yeah.
1: But there one one more power move from the top rope. And mind you that this ceiling, when mm-hmm. you go back and watch this, you're gonna see it's almost like uh it's a little tower taller than what Powerhouse had.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: Okay. So they did it they called it a DDT. To me it looked like an execution. So you pull them up top rope, bam. Top rope execution. And there was I mean it went from high flying to hard hitting. All around, a great match. I didn't realize an hour and twenty minutes had went by.
0: Not at all. This uh, this will be linked uh, to uh, our Facebook page. This will be
1: linked to our Facebook page. It'll shoot up there Monday morning early. Cool.
0: Perfect. Yeah, and I, I love it how like you know like it's, it's also a Ring of Honor's. So I mean, it's not like it's one of the mainstream ones you see on TV. Right. So.
1: Um, and this is 2005 of Water, so this is like, I'm sure it's someone's handy cam or something. I don't know. They actually switched uh, referees during the match. Really? So after the first pinfall, after the second pinfall, so forth.
0: Hmm. Yes. It was
1: definitely interesting. I mean, they give them water breaks in between Pinfall. These guys are drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably needed to, so...
0: And I yeah, no, I'll definitely go back and check that out because I mean I I like Austin Aries. I'm sorry that uh, that he could not really find more work for him. And I mean Daniel Bryan's always he was always uh, enjoyable to watch. I remember I think there was a Daniel O'Brien CM Punk match I saw on YouTube uh, probably about a month ago. See, not that the, was pretty cool.
1: There was I actually went to uh, What Culture,
0: yeah.
1: and they were do they had a list of top 10 matches for Ring of Honor. So I was like, well, let me go through this and just see what, what I can find.
0: Yeah,
1: And this is actually on the top 10 list. There was a few other ones I could have went with, but I was like, when I watched this one, I was like, no, oh, this is it this week.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to I look in to find, like, the longest matches, like, ever. Because an hour and twenties it's pretty long. Well, yeah, I
1: figure Shawn Michaels <clears throat> and Bret Hart did the Iron Man match. That's, that's an hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean they had a sudden death in there that went a little bit over, but I mean like our twenties gotta be at least top five of the longest matches. I mean even with even when you have like Iron Man matches with like some sudden death in there and everything, it's gotta be but No, it's great. Um the Events that we have coming up here.
1: I know we have Crash Gibbons is
0: uh Crash Gibbons is actually uh well tonight. Tonight, if I release it tonight, uh, they'll hear about it. If not, they'll miss it. Uh, well, they
1: would have checked their Facebook page. They would have found it.
0: Yeah. Then, uh, Crash, or was it uh, December 1st, Black Label
1: Black as a show? December 15th, SCW. I SCW. believe it's back in, at the Sheban Civic Center.
0: Yep. yep, they'll be back on uh, the Friday. Uh, I don't know if my schedule's going to change or not. I probably won't make it out there. And uh, you're going to be a Star Wars. Yeah,
1: I had to go near it up. Into you know what? Nerd it
0: up. Why don't you just go watch a Thursday night?
1: Well, because I work Thursday night.
0: True Star Wars fan, I saw it Thursday night. <laughs> well,
1: my ticket got bought for me for Friday, so. Wow, so I a guess. A broke ass nerd goes on Friday. What's Friday? What?
0: None. None. I mean, true true Star Wars fans go on Thursday. Oh. I'm not even a Star Wars fan. I I you've seen that. one whole movie, and it was probably the best one out of all of them. Oh my god. From my from right hair, The Phantom Menace is the best Star Wars episode of all of them.
1: It's time to ring the bell on this episode.
0: Not <laughs> yet. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, yeah. I still plug on so- that bullshit. So we gotta plug the social media and shit. <laughs> we, <laughs> gotta tell, we gotta tell them where we you. can find them and stuff.
1: <laughs> you don't get to plug shit <laughs> now. We're making
0: random stupid ass <laughs> comments like that. Yeah, I guess the truth hurts. <laughs> Alright, plug your shit, <laughs> It's it's our shit, bro. It's our shit. It's our shit. Alright, bad. Um, if you're not a uh, if you're not following us on social media, you can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching JFW Podcast or just freaking wrestling. Um if you know of a friend or anyone who you know who listens to the wrestling podcast, they can listen to us under Android, you know, by downloading the Podbean app and searching us that way. Podbean. If they're, uh, they have an iPhone or an iPad, then they can find us on iTunes. All you got to do is just search Just Frugal Wrestling and we show right up. We're also on YouTube, so anything that searches the internet has YouTube, you can just watch it on that too. Yeah, you can't really watch it. It's still just audio, but who knows? Maybe somewhere down the road, we we'll are look into next year, maybe we'll start doing some video stuff. And then we'll actually have to wear clothes. You know, you don't have to. Eh. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to do, man? I mean... I'm not gonna tell you, you have to wear pants, so but <laughs> well, they can't see that. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, we got the table there. <laughs> yeah, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, you know, tell your friends about us and make make sure you guys get involved in our show. You know, we want to hear from you. Any suggestion, comments, or anything that you know we that you feel that like we're maybe wrong about, you know, call us on our bullshit.
1: Or something we're missing.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean I mean we're we're here we're here to interact with you guys, not to just hear ourselves talk because I could do that any day.
1: I get notifications if someone talks to me. Yeah, so. Most
0: of the time. Yeah, so, you know, send us a message, you know, post on our Facebook, send us a tweet. You know, whatever you want to do, just let us, tweet know, us. You know.
1: Yeah, fucking tweet us.
0: Oh. A little tweetle. A
1: little tweetle?
0: Just a little tweetle. Tweet, tweet, um, tweet. Yeah, get involved in the show. You know, we'll, we'll you know, send a shout out to you guys or anything. Uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about, I know what I want to do by the end of the year is start talking about uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, inductions and predictions, because I want to do that before they start announcing it. I think it's like the week before the Royal Rumble, they announced the first one. So, so we're going
1: to do predictions and then our own?
0: Yeah, we'll do both. We'll predict it and then like who we believe should be in it. Um, we'll definitely do both of those. Check out Black Label Wrestling, check out Crash Test, check out SCW. I'm hoping Powerhouse comes back. Uh, follow us on social media, and um, you got anything else? Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. i I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.